Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Norris Cove, the podcast. You guys, I'm so excited because I figured out a system (laughs) so that I can show up every week for you on a Tuesday. I would love to have you. But today, we're going to be talking about finding your target audience in your business. So first thing I want you to ask yourself, what are you selling? Um, are you a service-based business? Are you a product-based business? If you're a product-based business, and let's say you're selling jewelry, who's your target audience? Are you selling to teenagers? Are you selling to the 20, to the 30-year-olds, to the 40, to the 50-year-olds? Age group matters. The third thing I want you to ask yourself is, is what you're selling attractive to your target audience? So let's say you're selling jewelry, but it's a little not necessarily it's bright it's colorful i'm not gonna say kiddish it's bright it's colorful will that attract your target audience but your target audience is 50 in their 50s or 60s or will it attract your younger audience of the 20 to 30 and sometimes in business we don't really know um, when we first start out we don't know who we're trying to attract but that's why i'm doing this podcast i want you to be clear on your audience and your um, customer base of who you are trying to attract to your business, okay? And number four, I want you to know um, the tax or income bracket. Now, what I mean by this, is your target audience, do they make $50,000 a year? Do they make $100,000 a year? Or do they make millions? And you need to ask yourself, who do you want to attract in that tax bracket? Because I'll give an example here. Um, you all know I'm a hairstylist, been a hairstylist for 30 years. Years ago, I established I did not want to do kids, okay? That's just not my thing. They don't sit still. I don't have the time. And I'm just being honest, and I had to be honest with myself. I would take kids from time to time, but I would always regret it. And I just had to, like, basically put my foot down and say, I don't want to do kids. They're not my target audience. And I'm going to tell you a couple of other reasons why children is not who I want to do or would be my target customer, especially teenagers. Teenagers, if they don't have a job, they have to wait on their parents to pay. That's one. So the money is not consistent. Number two, again, they're kind of iffy of what they want done and they want to get everything and see everyone else. And they're not really sure of themselves and what they really like. If they like it leaving out of the salon, cool but if they get home or get to school and the parents don't like it or their friends don't like it then they're upset you know but they originally like this so those are just some of my reasons why I don't particularly like to do children and teenagers again the children the little children don't sit still I just don't have the patience they're not my child so I can't make them be still so again that is just my reasons for not doing that particular age group so you need to ask yourself will this age group that I'm going after will they buy will they be interested in my products next number five I want you to know you would want to know their demographic where do they live are they in your hometown will they be seeing um will you be seeing them in person or will you be selling in person or will this be an e-commerce um, site so let's say you have an e-commerce site so that means you can kind of get to any demographic any type of person that you want to or a customer that you want to get to once you figure out the demographic but here where do they live are they in texas if you're e-commerce are they in you know of course all over the place but if you know a certain demographic uh, loves this particular product that you're selling that's who you want to kind of gear it to now 
this is going to go probably in a later podcast about the demographics. When you run ads on Facebook, I'm probably getting ahead of myself, but I'll just put this out here. This is why demographic is important because when you go to run ads and things like that, not necessarily just online, like uh, Instagram, Facebook, however, wherever, but even if you were to do a newspaper ad or whatever, the demographic would matter because that certain demographic, it'll show you kind of stats of who is looking at your stuff online or what have you. And also the demographic matters because you may want to target, uh, let me give an example. I love to give examples, but like here in Maryland, I live in PG County. PG County is one of the richest counties in America. But let me tell you, PG County residents do not spend their money in PG County. And here's why. Because one, I, I know for me personally, uh, customer service is bad here. Um, there's not a lot of places um, to shop. And when you do, you're going to get bad customer service. Uh, things are just not well kept in stores and things like that. It all, well, for me, when I go into, let's say, Ross, it always is like they've been robbed to me. I'm like, there's nothing in here. I don't, you know, I can go across the bridge to Virginia and it's plentiful. I can go to uh, Waldorf, which is uh, Charles County, and things are plentiful. The customer service is better. So that's why demographic plays an important part. Now, PG County, we're the richest county, one of the richest counties in America. If I place my demographic there, now online may be a little different because they can sit from home, they don't have to travel, and they will spend their money. Okay, so again, demographic matters. Okay, number six, what do you offer and what do you sell that would catch your target audience? So again, what are you selling? What are you trying to um, put in your store? What are you trying to, um, not, if you don't have a store, what are you offering? Um, I see a lot of times people out, hey, get my CD, get my CD. Um, good example. <laughs> um, when I first started working at the salon that I'm at, the owner, she ran across a guy and he was selling a CD. And he said that, hey, um, this is um, my CD, it's gospel. And so she was like, okay. And I guess he figured she looks like a church lady. So here, let me, or someone who would go to church. So here, here's my CD. But when she used to CD, it's not necessarily gospel. It was probably one song that would be related to religion. So that, again, what are you selling? And that's how you're going to catch your target audience. So I'm using that example to say, kind of know and look. You can look online, you can kind of see how people are. Um, again, everybody don't show up like themselves online, but you can look and kind of see what kind of people or audience or customers that you would like to have. Number seven, if you... Um, if you are establishing business, what's your top three sellers, okay? This is what catches your target audience's eyes. So for me, um, I, in my business, I have, okay, I'm, I'm gonna use, uh, let's say my hair business. I'm gonna use my hair business as an example first. In my hair business, I, I know that I specialize in short hair, hair color, and I, the past probably, let's say seven years, I started to specialize in natural hair. Those are the things that I know that I'm good at. Those are the things that I, I know that I can tell you that I can do. Now you ask me to braid, that's not my thing, okay? Okay, now let's go to my e-commerce, which is my stationary store. My top three sellers, you can go, if you have an e-commerce store, and let's say it's Shopify. That's what I use. 
a lot of people use a lot of these big companies this is what they use is Shopify um, I can go in the back office and see what my top three sellers what people are looking for so if you have an e-commerce store do that and you can kind of see what people are searching for in your store you can see what are the top three things that sales you can even do this on um, YouTube you can see what videos you've made that are your top three and that's what people are interested in and those will be your top three on my e-commerce store I sell a lot of my functional stuff and at one point it was my dashboards okay so I can see what my top three things people are purchasing um, in my store and I suggest you take a look at that or what do you think is your top three if you're new to business what do you think would be your top three sellers what you, and you show that that's what you're going to show so that leads me kind of to a side note here but if you built a community around your business you know you know some of your customers you've developed a relationship with your customers so you know what they like again short story time i just like to include things that works for me or that i've gone through because i can only tell you um, what works for me but i have a facebook group and it's very small but we i have a good i'd say five i'm just being honest with you i'd say five to seven customers in there who i've built a community with I, you know, talk, I know these five customers, I know what they like. I know what they like. So when they order from me, I make sure that I may add something extra. That's another tip we'll get to later, but I make sure I add something extra that they like, that I know they like. When I decide to uh, do oops bags and um, grab bags and things like that, I will make sure that that's what's in their bag, things that they like. Um, also, I've just done a private, here's this little tip. I've done a private sale just with my Facebook group and I customize bags just for them. Those who showed up on my live, those were my regulars and I knew exactly what they wanted. Now, if someone new came on there, I always ask, hey, what is it that you like from the shop? You know, I'll do that maybe question on Instagram. What is it that you like? So if you don't know what your top three are, you can ask on a Facebook live. I mean, excuse me, Facebook live, Instagram live. You can also go in your stories and say, hey, what are your top three things that you like from my shop? And get a collective answer from your customers. That's just a great way to build a community. And even before you build a community, that's a great way to build a community and then even after you built the community that's a great way to find out what products your customers like okay um next we're going to talk about like researching of course i always tell you to research the type of audience that you want you know these are the people that you're going to go out go after as far as basically selling to and i know a lot of you say well i'm not into sales you are you are you're into sales if you're trying to get someone to buy your product, I don't care if you, you well, you are, you're in, into sales. You're into sales. Some people don't, even if you're a service-based business, you're selling. You're selling people you. You're selling people your business. And thinking of selling people you, you are your brand. I don't know if you know this or not, but you are your brand. People buy into you. I learned this in the beauty business. People may love your work. Let me let me break it down for you. I've worked with people in the beauty industry who could not do hair, okay? They could give you a great shampoo, but their customers kept coming back. They may have to go home and tidy or fix up their hair the way that they wanted to be, but they bought into that person. That person knew their birthday. They knew when their kid's birthday was. They knew when they went on vacation and things like that. That's all building a community. 
because you start to the person buys into you they don't really sometimes people buy i know me personally um i've bought into people and they could put out a dishcloth i may buy it because i've bought into that business and a lot of times the brand starts out being you the brand starts out being you people are introduced to you first before they introduce to your business and then they start to after they pour into you and when you start branding your content you start branding your business and you start introducing stuff some things may flop okay some things may flop and we all know sometimes we have to go through failure before we get to our success but eventually they're buying into your brand but your brand is you and they'll buy anything from you just to support you because it's you Okay, let's let's keep that in mind. So now that they're buying into you and they're buying in your products, take this information and I want you to kind of work backwards. Everything that I just listed, it listed about seven things. I want you to take this information and I want you to work back backwards. It's almost like goal setting. You're going to create a goal. Goal equals your target customer. I'm going to tell you now, write some of this down. <laughs> I've written it down, but I want you to write it down as well. Your goal is going to be your target customer. Then you'll start with, you know, the last thing that I mentioned, like, have you started a community? So first, you're going to start a community, okay? You're going to start to get familiar with your community. You're going to ask them about the products that you're selling, like, and also, I want you to see who's buying what. When you see, when you can go in your back office and you can see kind of who's buying your products and you can find their age group you know once you get in that community when you once you build that community you start talking to your customers and you can kind of see their age group so then let's say you're talking to your um, community and you well you've gained a following you've gained a community and you start to talk to them and like we do birthdays i'm just starting birthdays in my facebook group but then sometimes when we're doing lives we talk about our age so then you start to realize your age group and these are the people who are going to purchase from you so that's how you find that out so let's say you're selling jewelry and you find out it's 30 to 40 um 45 year olds who are um government workers and these are the ones who've been buying your jewelry and they make between sixty-five thousand to one hundred and fifty thousand. Now that's your top three products, and that's your top three, or that's how you find your top three products and your top three um, customer base. Well, you know, it's just what age group is catching your product. So we're just kind of reviewing, but you're basically you're going to work backwards. Where will you find your said customers? Again, what demographic are they in in your town or? on e-commerce or on the internet internet do they live where do they live okay this way you might be able to do local events or just online you can still do local events because a lot of times you'll notice that you have i know for me i have customers here in pg county here in maryland and i'm thinking about doing um things geared for local events and even if you don't have any customers here or in your hometown just start doing local events and that way you can gain some of your um, local you know trust and build customers from there and also if you find out that they are in your hometown you need to sell your top three products to them always show them your top three products so if you don't have any customers what do you believe is your top three sellers three things that you're really proud of in your business now you guys i Again, I just want to stress that being in business is not easy, okay? It's tough. 
you have to learn your business. You have to stay in your business. And something that I'm doing now is each day I allow myself for now because I have a lot of things going on. I want you to give yourself some time in your business. I want you to pencil in when you're going to work in work in your business. For me right now, I start off with an hour. I say I have an hour to work my business. Generally, I'm at work by 10. I get up around 6.30, 10 minutes to 7 most days. And I have to have my coffee. I have to take the dog out. But around 8 is when I start doing business stuff. I've been doing this for about the past... Mm, couple of weeks and it's working some days I'm rushing I can't give it 30 but then in the afternoon if I have time I will dedicate more time sometimes it goes into the four hour mark it just depends on what I'm doing I may be filling orders I may be recording video for YouTube um, I may just be designing and right now I'm updating my website so I may be doing some website stuff but take at least if you have to split it up during the day at least an hour in your business I have decided that I'm no longer going to be scared to work my business. I'm no longer going to be scared to share my business. I'm no longer going to be scared to show up in my business. I was telling some of my Instagram friends the other day on a live that I'm shy. <laughs> Nobody believes me because I like to talk. I'm just shy, but I like to talk. Once you get to know me, I will talk your head off. But I wasn't showing up in my business and all these other great business ideas that I've had. And you guys have heard me talk about, you know, don't do what I've done where I've built these businesses and then I just like disappear <laughs> because I know they're about to become successful. And as I was telling my Instagram friends the other day on live is that I know that I can do anything that I put my mind to, but I am not like most people who are fearful of failing that does not scare me I'm not scared of failing I'm scared of being successful I have the fear of success and I think I may have mentioned that before so now I'm just gonna ride with the wave I'm just going to just let everything happen if I get if it comes it comes you know I just don't like to be in the limelight I love the behind the scenes but I'm now willing to accept the challenge and just become successful because there's so many things I desire and I have expensive tastes. So I can't be humble and not necessarily humble because we're going to stay a little humble, but I cannot not show my face. I cannot not um, offer my business to people. I cannot show my business and all that other stuff that comes with being a business owner and being a success. I cannot not do it afford to not do it basically I have to do those things now if I want to be successful because I have too many goals in place and the only way to get there is up and I want you to take that time what I'm saying basically I want you to take what I'm saying and I want you to do the work go into your business back to what we were talking about today building your customer base build those, those customers if nothing else in business, you're in the service business as well. If you did not know, in business, you are in the service business and you are in the sales business. Yeah. I was watching, I got a little time. I ran across this video the other day. Um, now that we've gotten our little topic out of the way, I just want to talk with you guys. I ran across um, uh, a young lady. Uh, it'll come to me. But anyway, 
And we had kind of like a similar past. And you guys know, I wanted to, I didn't know what to call it, but I love to help people in business. I, I think, and I, from what I've been told, I've been helping you guys here. And I think I'm going to kind of stick with business on here because this is what I love to talk about. Business, finances, of course, and planning. And we had some of the similar background. And when I did network marketing, I used to hate to sell to people. But the last one that I did, I realized that, and especially after listening to this lady, is because she was in net, um, network sales as well, network, network marketing as well, is that you're a seller. And I learned that in the last um, network marketing program that I was in, and you just had to sell. And you're going to sell. You sell to people regardless. So I want you to understand, you have to be into sales in order to be in business. And actually, I believe you have to sell to be successful. Now, you can't bombard people because that is a blower. You can't every day, hey, buy my keychain, buy my keychain, buy my keychain. I can't say, you can do that. That's a great way to get to, oh, we used to do 100 no's. In the last network marketing program I was in, we used to do, try to get 100 no's. Because see, the faster you fail, is the faster you'll become successful. The more no's you get, you're getting closer to your yeses. Okay? Keep that in mind. You get closer to your yes. Also, what I want to suggest to you guys, because I'm going to be honest with you, network marketing, I got, mm, I'd say at least 60% of my business knowledge from network marketing. And I don't know. I don't want to give them that much. But I got a lot of my business knowledge from them. I used to just love learning you know and you learn so much because network i don't know why i'm tumbling with those words but network marketing is sales network marketing you have to sell to people you have to you have to be professional you learn so much i mean i don't advise you i'm not going to tell you to go out here and join a network marketing team because there's there's plenty Okay, but I've done a lot. Let me let me break down some of them. I sold Mary Kay three times. <laughs> I always tell people I would have been better at I would have the last time I sold Mary Kay, I probably would have got further, but I was showing up with Mac makeup on. And if you know me, I just don't like to sell things that I don't um, actually do or wear myself. Okay. I sold Avon twice. I sold candles. I'm trying to remember the name of the candle company. Uh, I was looking them up a couple of weeks ago because I wanted this candle I had. Um Pure Romance. I sold that once. Um, I even tried uh, Pampered Chef. Oh my God. And I'll tell you about my, I'm going to do, maybe that's one of my podcasts. I'll do my networking, network marketing um, story. But anyway, um, I've sold all those things. And at first, when I did it, it was because my mom sold the Prince's house. That's pretty much the gist of it. And I used to love to see her with the paperwork. I love paper. You know, y'all know I love paper and pen. But then I learned so much from those companies and then I've taken classes of course on my own in business and for beauty and stuff like that and I've learned just they, they kind of go hand in hand basically even as a hairstylist you're a seller you have to sell people especially now with um, social media you have to sell people that you actually know what you're doing you got to do reels you got to do before and afters so decide are you in a product surf a product based business are you in a service-based business either one you're going to have to sell yourself again here's my top three build a community you are your brand become your brand share more about yourself 
because people buy into you before they buy into, I'm using air quotes, your brand. And again, you are your brand. Okay? Number four. I mean, excuse me. <laughs> Number three. What are your top three things that you sell or you offer? If you're a service-based business, what are the top three things that you offer in your business that people buy and love or they rave about, you know, or you think would be great things they would rave about? So in closing, you guys, I want to continue to share um you know, business tips and ideas. They come to me, y'all, in the middle of the night. I get up, I got to write them down, and I have all these different pieces of paper and notebooks everywhere. So, again, this is what I've decided to do. I'm going to batch record, at least that's my plan, to batch record um, podcasts because I have so much to share with you guys. I have already three weeks of ideas in my head. So I want to get those out to you guys. Um, for right now, we're going to focus on business because, again, I, that's the calls, not the calls, but the DMs and emails that I get. Women in business, and they, they want help, and I'm here to help. I'm here to help right now as much as I can. I'm not going to tell you that I may at a later date may not charge for this, but I hope to one day be able to. But for right now, I'm just sharing what I know, and I hope that you can take it and use it in your business. I want us all to become successful. I enjoy helping people, and especially women, young women, single mothers, because I've been all of that. I've been a single woman. I've been a single mother. I'm a married woman with children, all that. So I definitely want to help you in any way that I can. If you don't already know, here's where you can find me on the web, always at Norris Cove. You can also email me. I have a professional email I don't think I've ever shared, but it's info at norriscove.com. Also, norriscove17 at gmail.com. You know, just feel free to email me if you have questions or anything like that. You can also find me on my stationary page, which is Norris Cove, which is going to eventually turn to the podcast as well. Um, but you can always DM me there. I enjoyed talking to you guys today. I hope that this information was helpful and I will see you and I will, I will talk to you in our next podcast. <laughs>